this is Rob Coburn, and we are excited that you're joining with us today. If you're a part of the Summit Dover family, whether in person or online, we'd love to connect with you via social media at the Summit Dover on all social media outlets and on our website, thesummitdover.com. We can get you plugged into our app or our YouTube channel, as well as giving options and opportunities to connect with the Summit Dover family all around the world. I hope this word today encourages you and inspires you. Let's jump into the message. We've been studying, and for those of you who are new this morning, we've been in a series about being fruitful. And it comes from the core verse in Genesis 1.28. You can turn there. But it comes from the core verse when God created man. In his image, in our image, in our likeness, he created man. That's what he said. So the Trinity is filling in. It says, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. As created human beings, being connected to Jesus, We can create fruit. A lot of us can create fruit, but we're called to create fruit connected to the true vine, which is Jesus. And I was, this week we got to travel to Foursquare Leaders Conference and just amazing time getting to meet with leaders and Revelation 12, 11 says, we overcome him by the blood of the lamb, the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I got to do interviews with people and to sit and talk with people and hear testimonies of what God is doing in our movement, what God is doing in our district, what God's doing in individual churches. And I have to say, revival is here. But my concern is is that as the world gets darker, the light's supposed to get brighter, amen? Amen. But if we haven't opened the revival package, if we haven't seen revival in our own lives, I'm not sure what light the world will see. And so we can look around at the world and I've got some reports of things that are going on even in this city, in this community. I'm not gonna share this morning. But the world is desperately needing the light of Jesus Christ. And I don't know where else they're going to see it other than in the church. And I don't mean in the, the a building. I mean in the church. That's what we are. The church is not this place. We love this place. It's warm. Great. But that's not. It, they only see it in the church. And then he went on in the next verses and he started talking about the history and Abraham and all this stuff. And they completely ignored what Stephen was saying and they stoned him. And I'm not here to bring a doom and gloom word. I'm here to to bring to you that I don't know what he's calling each of us to walk through. It might be that. I don't know. But what I do know is if we don't have the package opened of the kingdom and we aren't engaged with the one who is the creator of all things and the sustainer of all things, then I don't know how we walk in a dark world being light. Because we minister to them and they come on our property, everyone. 
They come on our property and play. And if you've never been over here in the evening, come over here, well, now it's a little colder, but come over here during the summer. There's kids everywhere on this property. And believe me, when they painted our sidewalk, I was gone, thank goodness. When they painted our sidewalk or when they they left trash or whatever, I was very, very, very frustrated. And I remember, I remember the day that Sharon, back there, she, she said, we need to love these students, these children, and teach them because they may not understand any other way. than It's much less common for people to see. And, and I believe in this hour, we have to stop looking and we have to start seeing. And that may be with the eyes of our heart, that may be with our physical eyes, whatever, but not just to look at something or to look at someone, but to see. So I want you to turn with me to Ephesians. Chapter one, we're gonna read a lot this morning, but I have to lay the, the background for you. The church in Ephesus is a unique church. And the more you study about them, the more you're in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Verse three, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Just as, and if you underline in your Bible, I didn't for many years, but now I have it all tore up in here. Just as he, capital, Jesus chose him, the Father chose Jesus before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on the earth, in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. John was the pastor. Isn't that interesting? Paul was there for two and a half years and pastored the church. But in that realm, they were supposed to worship the gods of the empire, the emperors. They were supposed to worship all the gods of of even their city. They had all these different things that the church, the, the church in Ephesus was walking down the streets. And as they walked down the streets, they were required to do things toward the gods of that area and many of them opted not of what I just described and you can read about it but all the things of that I just described this church he's writing to this church that is thriving in the midst of persecution so what was what was Ephesus Ephesus was this place where people from all over the region would come it was beside a port city and all the goods and services would come to the Agora, which was their outside place where they would uh, sell all their wares. 
fine linen, oil, all that stuff. It all happened there. And there was this interesting thing that, that you had to do if you wanted to enter this place, the Agora. You had to burn incense to enter on good terms. And so think about this. The, the place where all... So Paul pastored it for two and a half years. Timothy pastored it. John's the one that we know was the main guy. What were they teaching? What were they ministering to a church who was excluded from the world, yet we find out later, which I'll read, they impacted that same world. What were they teaching? I just read it to you. I just read it to you. So this marketplace... And I'm going to say this agora, this place where they were. It, it could be that this in our day and age is not just a marketplace, but maybe it's a marketplace of ideas in which as a believer, you're not welcome. All the things of... But I want to draw you back to the first part of Ephesians 1 where it says that it was his will. It was him that did it. He did it all the time. It was, it was all of his plan and purpose. It was a city that was affluent. They had pretty much everything that they could have ever wanted in that city. And yet, a pagan city completely, completely not walking with the Lord and a church that was on fire. At the entrance where they burned the incense, there were people there that would actually watch to make sure you... To us today. Let me start in Revelation 1.1. But the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. Chapter 2, verse 1. To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands, Verse 2, this is, you have to place yourself for a moment in the church. They can't hardly participate in society. Do you realize they worship the God of Artemis, and this is how crazy their system was. Once a year, they would take the statues out of the temple to Artemis, and they would walk them down to the ocean and dip them in so that they would restore the virginity of Artemis. And they would celebrate with orgies and drunken parties. And all of that church, Jesus speaking to Ephesus, I know your works. I know your labor, your patience. And you cannot bear those who are evil. I don't want to change Jesus' words, but I want to bring it into context this morning. In the debauchery of the place that you are, I see your fruitfulness. I see your fruitfulness. 
And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. And you have persevered and have patience, and have labored for my name's sake, and have not become weary. I feel the weariness of the It's hard to even imagine a church thriving in revival in that place, seeing all of this happen, not being able to enter, not being able to do things. And they're so fruitful, so productive, so engaged in what God wants to do in that place. They, they are living out what we're called to live out. And yet Jesus says to the church, you forgot me in everything you're doing. You forgot me in your zeal to, to stand up and not do the incense deal. You've got this zeal, you got this, pre, you're, you're going after it, you're, you're calling out people that are lying, you're calling out people that, that are not walking with God, you're calling it all out, and yet I have this against you. Church, you're not focused on me. You're doing all of this stuff and yet you're not in me. And so when I look around America and I see pastors who are weary and frustrated and I hear the voice of pastors on the TV that are weary and frustrated and angry. I have to ask the question, who are you looking at? They could look to the temple of Artemis. We could look to Washington, D.C. We could look anywhere else, but we're not called to. Believe me, I'm passionate. I want to see righteousness and holiness come back to this country but if it doesn't if it doesn't our call is to be with the one who saved us from all of our sin and before we ever so he's saying listen you haven't made us number one you haven't made me number one you've built things that are not going to last because i wasn't involved in it but they're i'm glad that you've been faithful Today is the day to repent, which means to turn away and not go back, right? To turn away from those things, and maybe they're good, but to turn away from the good and the bad to focus on me. Verse six, but this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. There was a group, a sect, of the church that thought I am going to I love the call to you this morning is if you need to repent today's the day to repent if you have to repent about the good things you've done that Jesus smiled on and blessed but it wasn't in the right frame of focus then repent there if, you've, if you're doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing but you still come to church and put your hands up and worship him but yet your body is failing because you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing then repent for that but this church that was in revival, he didn't come in and just bless them. He came in and said, listen, there's a higher call to the church in this hour. There's a higher call to the church in this crazy world in which you live in Ephesus. There's a higher calling of the church and that is to focus solely on me. I, to the community is all that matters. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. 
To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Domitian was a somebody that they worshipped. There's so many things they worship. Fourteen gods in one city. Can you believe that? I was thinking 14 gods in one city and then I stepped back and I said, Lord, 14 gods in one city and he said, there's 1,400 in Dover. There's a lot more than 14 that we have worshiping in our area. So in his temple that he built on the hill so that everybody would worship him. Are you fruitful? Are you fruitful in the things of the Lord in this hour? Are you creating fruit outside of him? You see, I was corrected. The Lord corrected me because I got so frustrated with some things that I was seeing in the world. And he said, why are you looking at that? Why aren't you looking at me? And my heart for every single one of you is that you're not looking for the next word. You're not looking for the next healing service. You're not looking for the next thing you're looking to. And I, that's amazing. But in that moment, there's a moment, you know, the pastor walks in, you got the grooms and all of his buddies and all that stuff. And you're standing there waiting and the bride appears in the back of the auditorium or wherever you are. I have to confess to you, I don't look at the bride. I don't. I, even when I sat in the crowd and I've gone to lots and lots of weddings, I never look at the bride. My, my wife's like tapping me, you know, hey, turn, she's coming. Yeah, I, I, I love it and I will look at her and she completely changes the atmosphere. You can stand there, you can be a part of the room and you hear the music and you're like talking to your neighbor while all the music's going on. And then man, when, the, when that song, when that procession hits, his face changes. And here's my thing for you this morning. You can be living your best life. You can be doing all that. And you can be thriving in a crazy world. But are you looking at him? You can be, you can be so enthralled in all the things that you're doing. You can be talking to people. You can be doing the best work you could ever do. But are you looking at him? because he's looking at you. Because you can be doing the works in a dark world and he still says, great job, but turn your focus to me. I'm gonna ask you all to stand this morning. Are you looking? Because people that look are all over the place. Or are you seeing the world around you? You see, you can stand in an auditorium and you can have all the flowers and you can have all the lights and you can have all the stuff, but really you're not there for all that. You're there for the one thing. And Jesus before you ever knew one, the church, he wants to marry the church that doesn't just know a lot about him. In fact, he would probably want us to learn less about him and know more about his presence than 
You see, sometimes I think we read the scripture and we put these people on pedestals and they were just people like you and I who knew him. They knew him. The power came from knowing him. So if you're here this morning and you've done the work and you're doing the work, doing the work, doing the work, but you haven't surrendered to him, then come and repent for that. If you're here and you have never walked that way and you don't even know how to create something with him, then it's time to come and get some. Would you come forward? some things against us and one of them is that we are called to love him first thank you Lord thank you Lord you know he's looking at you He's not looking past you to see something better. He's looking at you because you're the best thing that he's ever created. You were created for his pleasure. And so this is an old chorus and if you're not being ministered to up front, I want you to sing it. Yeah. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's ministering all throughout the room. Some of you will leave this place and you'll have new direction. Some of you will feel like the weight that you've been carrying of what the world looks like will be off of your shoulders. Jesus, may our focus always be on you. In the city of Ephesus, there was a lot of noise. And they saw things and they heard things that went directly against what Jesus was saying to them and yet they heard his voice and repented and my question is can you hear him? Can you hear him? Can you see him? We're singing a song about open spoken and the song he sings over you You know you have a song. He's singing over you. So if you want that anointing, you can come down. And they're just going to continue to worship.
significant they would anoint the sheep so the pests of the world wouldn't bother them and I believe everyone that came forward to receive this morning that you're gonna find a new patience for the world you're gonna be looking at the world and saying, why am I not offended at that anymore? Why am I not frustrated with that anymore? And it's because there's a heart of the Father that was implanted today. Free us from the trappings of a world that is crazy and help us to see that with your heart. That we may know, that we may know and that the world may know how good you are. So Lord, we give you our lives. We give you our ambition. We give you our, that people that we've never met in this room and associated with this Summit family that we would want to get to know them. And Lord, the ones that annoy us, that we would have a change of heart. Because what you're doing in your church is drawing us back to you. And some, if not all, of us need to repent for the way we've lived, the focus we've had, So gracious Lord, would you blanket every person, every house, all you to give. Um, there's a box in the back, a basket back there that Don has. If you filled out a card, we want to get in touch with you. I know our team, we pray over all those cards. We pray over you as a whole, and uh, we want to see you walk out what we talked about today that he's number one. He's number one. If you enjoyed today's message, I would like to encourage you to like it and share it on all social media platforms or jump on the website, thesummitdover.com or the app and click the giving link and help us continue to share the message of the kingdom across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.